So they laughed at him for being a bookworm, eh? Well, with his powers now including agility, super strength, and the ability to cling to walls and ceilings like a spider, he's a new man. Only a science major could have created a spider costume thin enough to wear unseen under his street clothes. Only he could have developed web shooters which, when shot, would harness fleeing criminals or allow Spider-Man to swing from building to building. He has pulled himself up by his webbing. So look out, world. Here comes Spider-Man. Somewhere in space, this may all be happening right now. An adventure unlike anything on your planet. The story of a boy, a boy, and a universe. big, sprawling space saga of rebellion and romance. It's a spectacle, light years ahead of its time. It's an epic of heroes and villains and aliens from a thousand worlds. A billion years in the making. Starburst Radio, the greatest radio show in the universe. Every Sunday, 9pm until midnight. Exclusive to Manchester Radio Online. All the latest movie, TV and entertainment news and reviews. All completely free. Check us out on starburstmagazine.com. Hello and welcome to Starburst Radio at Manchester Radio Online. With me, Mike Royce, editor of Starburst Magazine, and Chris Hayes, the assistant editor. 
Do we still have to say that we're at Manchester Radio Online? Well, it's going via their license, isn't it? So you know Uh, what I mean. Okay. But we're actually coming direct from the funky bunker. We are indeed. Yeah. We are indeed. That is what we're doing. We're bringing you a podcast this week to make up for the lack of live show uh, so that no one's losing out on the podcast. And we didn't have the live show for the usual sad and tragic reason, and that is we were putting the magazine out again. If we're not on, it's either that mm-hmm. or one of us is near death. Yeah. We've had a few close calls we recently, have last we? few weeks. It's been a bit a bit tricky. Sorry but about that. we're here now and we will be back on track soon. It's all good. Don't worry. Um, yeah, issue 379 of Starburst Magazine ought to be on the shelves on the 20th of this month. And it's a cracker. It is, isn't it? What's the, what's the thrust? What's the theme? It's Doctor Who. It's a Doctor Who themed special edition. It's great. Just it's... Doctor Who or? Oh, there's loads of, on? there's loads of stuff in there, but we've, we've made a special effort to do a Doctor Who Starburst special like we used to do back in the day. You'd have uh, Doctor Who featured quite heavily. And we were doing it before anybody else, so why not do it now? It's imminent. It's coming back on the screens very soon, and it's a good time to do it, isn't it? That's what I was getting at. Yeah. 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 So kind of looking ahead. Yeah. Not just looking back. Yeah. It looks back, it looks now, and it looks forward. Sideways. Uh, Sideways, everything, yeah. No, the... It's a good. It's good. I mean, this the stuff that's in it. There's a there is a beginner's guide to Doctor Who in there as well. As somebody, a casual viewer of Who that just wants to learn of a bit new more. Who. New new new, new Who. Uh, classic Who. Classic Who. This is classic Who. Right. So you could be watching the new one and vaguely aware of the other, seen one or two episodes, and wonder how does it all fit together. And uh, our expert J.R. Southall has put together. A nice, gentle introduction, and yes, you hardcore Who fans may find it a little bit lightweight, but it's not for you, is it? This is for other people. But but for you guys, you've got the inside track on what's coming in Series 7, yep. which is, uh, well, five episodes in. We say goodbye to Amy Pond and Rory, um, two characters who've been with the 11th Doctor since he took over. Are so, they popular, those guys? I can't tell. I mean, personally, I think they're okay. I find their plots a bit contrived and the plots irritate me a little bit and the way it's all now linked in with River Song and it is a little bit difficult to follow what's going on. I mean, I will say this, out of all the companions he's ever had, some of them have had backstories and story arcs that have gone on, but no companions had a convoluted mess like this to contend with where... You can't just watch her as, oh, that's the Doctor's companion and all that. But, but it's a married better, couple. Though. Married couple, you see. Different They're trying dynamic. something new, isn't that better? Uh, I, it depends whether you're enjoying it or not. Some people are, some people aren't. I personally think it's got, last last year got a little bit complicated. It was like trying to untangle a cat's cradle. And right. you are sat there. I don't mind working for my entertainment, but this this was getting a bit hard work towards the end. Um, okay. Yeah, I started off. It, it went a bit wrong for me with Let's Kill Hitler. Then it got better, and then towards the end, they tried to tie it all in, and I <coughs> didn't. I didn't think they did a very great job of that. But that's just my personal opinion. Maybe there's more to come. Maybe, but they did tackle the problem of him getting killed in the program. Oh, and Rory, then, and no, the he doctor. got killed three times, didn't he? He's been no twice. See what I mean? It is a bit. It's quite complicated. See, I'm getting it? all my knowledge from these yeah. 
Then from you've JR's got, articles, basically. Then you've I don't got have a, fact, a clue. Rory waited for her for a thousand and odd years, yeah. And then, uh, as a, as a, and then basically they were calling him all the, the, the boy who waited and all that. Then she's the girl who waited. They did mm. that episode and it's all very, oh, it gets a bit like, a bit heavy, doesn't it? The burden of the backstory, uh, whereas it's supposed to add a bit of interest. It can sometimes be that convoluted that you start to go, oh, God, just want to have Sounds quite fun. meaty. Yeah. I'm actually tempted. It's meaty to, in the uh, pot. Yeah, I mean, Where should I start? An eight, that eight pound burrito that you can get at that casino in uh, Las Vegas that if you eat it, you go on this board, you know, and they have it on man versus food. That's meaty. But at right. the end of it, you do feel pretty much how I was beginning to feel during some of these episodes. <laughs> Okay. But I don't want to start getting a backlash off Who fans who uh, like like Paul Mount does sometimes when he oh, God, when he just tells the truth. Before, yeah. Yeah. Well, the some of them the on the forums like say Paul knows he's um, he's listened to he's, he's no doubt about how they go on and he quite every now and again he, he commits the sin of going. We stop moaning about the show all the time because right. you were waiting twenty years to get it back on air. And it's back now. And if you carry on moaning like this, what what is it you want? Do you want it back when it was a private party in the 80s? And I just thought that was an isolated incident. The one with, uh, what was he called? What was that fella called? James Hellyer? We oh, yeah, James did a, Hellyer. Did a special. Prof Tentacles, yeah. Mm. Bunch of morons. Oh. Anyway, they, they, yeah, that, no, it's occasionally, it's the problem with these chat rooms, these, these message boards, isn't it? You know? There you go. See, mm. with this show, it's dead easy because if someone emails in loads of grief, I'll just delete it and give them loads of grief and then put their handle on Twitter so everyone can send them loads of grief as well. So that was it. I mean, I mean, there's, it's happened a few times, hasn't it? Uh, yes. Call yeah. the troops into battle. Come on, we're getting grief. Go on. Here's, here's the Twitter address. Get to it. <laughs> it's all right when you've got 190 odd thousand followers, isn't it? You yeah. can do that. So what else are we going to... A bit talk? arrogant, that, doesn't it? No. Should we get off who, then? Yeah, we're off who. Yeah. But, but but it is a great issue, and the cover is great. The cover is is brilliant, isn't it? I love the cover. It's more Welchy artwork, yeah. Ian Welch. It's always good. Doing us proud. It's a, a great rendition of Matt Smith on there. It's great, good, very collectible. And Des Skin has done his variant, and he's messed about with the Starburst logo. I saw that. I know. Mm. We're not sure. What's he done that for? Good grief. Mm. But when you see it, you'll get where he's coming from. So you've got two uh, two issues there. But what else is in it? Oh, that's not Doctor Who. Because, oh, Corey Maccabee, that filmmaker yes. that I think is just the dog's balls. Yeah. Here's another so something else I'm not familiar with. Yeah, you're American talking... astronaut. Yeah. But to be fair, I don't think many people are, are Sci-fi noir western-ish. And there's right. an ish where the, there's some bits of it where you just can't quite nail it. It's, it is a Western. It's got massive sci-fi overtones. It's frontier town type stuff, very grainy black and white footage, an atmosphere that leaves you riveted. You just start watching Cory Maccabee's stuff, this director, and he's a cowboy himself. He wears the Stetson and the, the he's quite a character apparently. Now, our friend Simon, who um, who works with us? He he's interviewed him, and he's he's the guy who got the article out. And apparently, he's he's really quite a character. Yeah. Which is good. I'm glad they're out there. These characters, and the, you start watching his films, and he's done a, a short internet 
um, one. Yeah, I think it's only 10 minutes an episode. Easy to catch up with Stingray Sam. I've got to watch all of that before I can comment on whether or not that's up to the standard. But no, American Astronaut, I, I started watching it and I thought, oh, right, I'm, uh, okay. And then after 10 minutes, I couldn't stop. It's right. brilliant. And Did this ever get a proper UK release at all? It got released at the cinemas, but we keep Did having it? this conversation with where you understand it much more than me because I was quite naive to this a few years ago where something said it got a cinema release and I just believed, oh, okay, it must have just done the art house cinemas and I just didn't catch it. And then it turns out it's been in one cinema just to fulfil a contract of sure. a distributor who really just wanted to bag the film and put it out on Blu-ray or DVD as quick as possible. Yeah, but if um, they go to the filmmaker and say, we will guarantee you a theatrical release, you're going to sign with yeah, them. Yeah, they, they go with it. But it is well, then dis- they'll just oh, uh, Iron Sky it, won't they? Oh, it's dishonest. I mean, you tell, tell, tell us about Iron Sky now. What oh, everyone story. remembers about Iron yeah. Sky. Yeah, they spent years making that film. Um, they got a distributor on board. They said that they put it in cinemas, and at the last minute they backed down and uh, decided to go with, uh, yeah, we'll release it for one day. Yeah, a B-movie, modern and B-movie. And then we'll hit home video the yeah. following Monday. Yeah, Mo- modern B-movie. Um, Nazis after World War II, go to the moon. Then they come back. It's payback time now. They're ready. They've been rebuilding on the moon. Yep. Oh, it's it looks great. Now, I haven't watched it yet, but the trailers had me so excited. But it looked like a proper good cinema experience to me. I thought you'd really appreciate that on the big screen. So I'm just going to get it on Blu-ray and watch it because obviously I'm not going to get to see it at the cinema now. Um, but I, you say oh, that... God, you, if you weren't uh, working around uh, that one Wednesday... It was a Wednesday as well. That and they apparently it. it was packed, wasn't it? It, it was, was, yeah. yeah that's I heard tragic. it went down really well. That's tragic for him. And they spend all these years on these films. They don't just knock them out. Independent filmmakers can sometimes spend 10 years getting a film to the screen. And then some arsehole in a suit cons you into right signing a contract for a theatrical release. And then you end up, you puts you in one cinema and puts you out on Blu-ray. But is it really that important anymore? For a smaller film. And let's face it, Iron Sky is a smaller film. Well, I'm not really going on about about the finance because I think the finance will probably be pretty good from the Blu-ray, pretty much from from that. I, I think... That's what, where you make your money. I think, I think it's a shame for the director because the director spends all his years on it and it does look better on his CV. I know it shouldn't, it's snobbery, but yeah, right, what sort of grief, and here we are, we're telling stuff we shouldn't be talking about here, but we we were a victim of snobbery at the first, when when Starburst came back and we were online, and we were put, and we had the same content, and it was massively good content, just the same as everywhere else. The minute we went to print, we've just, the doors for <coughs> interviews, set access, everything else all around the world has just opened up, and it opened up almost immediately. The snobbery. There's a snobbery with print versus uh, media magazines, and there is a snobbery <coughs> with um, theatrical release and straight to Blu-ray. I think it's going to change, though. I hope so. I really do. Because it, it does put a barrier in front of some people that don't have a lot of money and don't have a lot of access to it. And how are these guys? How are you going to get the next Peter Jackson? Um, how do you mean? Well, I mean, you, gonna, uh, you, he, do you he think was less able and less to, people he, are going to, uh, get into filmmaking because they know that their stuff isn't going to be seen on the big screen. Well, anyone, you anyone can put Blu-rays out and try and distribute them. Whereas there was this magical thing about a theatrical release and 
Peter Jackson did get a theatrical release of Bad Taste. I saw that I know in the he cinema, did. and that was a fifteen to twenty grand movie, and that's great. And Took I him would, four years to make. That. I know, and and he got rewarded with with a cult following and a nice. It wasn't a massive release, but he got a proper release, and it got a good cult following from it. Now, I just think it's a shame that somebody like that won't get in the cinema. Um, yeah, it's a shame. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of adjusting my feelings towards all this stuff now. I really I am. don't want it to die, that's all, you know. I just don't enjoy going to the cinema anymore. I think it's become a completely different experience. Now that we've all got, you know, Smartphone. big screen smartphones. Smartphones have ruined it, haven't they? Oh, yeah. smartphones, teens, yeah. And I know that sounds like I'm a grumpy old... No. Twat, no. but, no. you know... Uh, yeah, you you try and see a horror film on mm. a weekend. I've not bothered. I go, I go really a 15, late. Me. A fifteen certificate I horror. Go movie. really late, me. See well, e- like even that. them, even then, you'd have to go in the day when go the kids grief. are off. No, it is a shame. It's a shame. But like you say, Dim, what do you do? I'll tell you what. There's um, um, been talking about this recently because the Curse of Chucky. Oh yeah, there's a fifth. No, sixth. Yeah, uh, Chucky movie coming so out. There's not reboot. He's got uh, he's got his way. Yeah. Well, Good. no, he actually wanted to reboot it. Yeah. Don Mancini. Yeah. Because even though he wrote all those previous yeah, ones, yeah. so it was he w- who was responsible for you know sending Chucky on his uh, yeah uh, in that path. So he's thinking kind of parodying. Yeah. Wasn't it? it yeah. They were out and out like comedy. It started out quite sinister yeah, it did yeah that it was, that's it's a proper horror straight yeah, straightforward yeah. Yeah. yeah it was bride of chucky that just went yeah yeah go on we're and then have seed some fun went with all us. meta yeah didn't it if you yeah. recall well he's been pushing to reboot it for years mm-hmm. um but I don't know what's happened which why, one the, was why Brit- the change of heart which one was britney spears in seed <sighs> they, ki- they killed her yeah you yeah. see what i mean that's yeah. that's funny but uh, yeah, he's he's just doing a straightforward sequel, but um, not going for the uh, uh, with the same uh, angle as Seed or Bride. He, he's just going to make it a sinister horror movie, but still set in the in the kind of canon. Maybe ignoring a whole all that uh, all the meta stuff. Mm. So not rebooting. Okay, but, you know it's yeah. a pseudo sequel. So what's it about? Uh, it's about a, a family gathering for a funeral and they receive the, the young girl. The heroine is a, a wheelchair bound girl. Oh yeah. And she receives Chucky in the post. That's nice for her. Yeah. So that's a kind of creepy concept that, yeah, isn't it? It's, 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 and well, all the family, the... the family have been boot, uh, uh, yeah. killed one by one. Any significance or symbolism with regards to her being wheelchair bound? We'll have to find out. Oh, okay. When it comes that. out on DVD. Oh, yeah. See, yeah. here's, it brings, brings it back to my point. And Blu-ray. Well, the, yeah, 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 that, yeah. Home video. Home video. Yeah. Remember when I got some shit on mm. Twitter for, right. for saying home video? Yeah. And well, it's a phrase, oh, it's, isn't it? It's a phrase. It's not the the 80s. Don't mean VHS. No, it, it doesn't. It never no. did. Home video, it just it what's just the, means What's the V stand for in DVD? Hmm? Well, Versatile. Yeah, sometimes it stands for versatile, but digital video disc is another acceptable one. Acceptable, true. possibly, but I'm afraid if you do Wiki Wikipedia, it. yeah, it's yeah. versatile. It's both. It's not. It's bloody well both. It's not both. It's ver- it's digital ver- digital versatile disc. 
Yeah, and it also is digital no. video disc. No, no, no. It is. No, we've no, We've got our no. computers here. No, it's not. Because we're in no, the bunker, so we've got abs- proper internet it's access. absolutely not at all. Now, if you go on Wikipedia now, that is what you're going to get. Right, yeah. It's, um, there now. Because everybody thinks that, and then they always check it out and go, oh, no, it doesn't mean that. So, it, it, there you go. It did, it did. Yeah, it did. They've changed it, have they? Yeah. Uh, video CD. Safe. Keep talking. Keep Stuck talking. with a logo. Well, we'll have a look at that properly in a yeah. minute. I'll find out whether I am talking utter shit or not. Yeah. Yeah. Well, oh, well, let's have a look. <laughs> Wikipedia. Yeah. The DVD is an optical disc storage format. Um, good grief. Wait a minute. You know what? There's another one here. There's another meaning for it that neither of us got. Disassociated vertical deviation. Well, there we go. There we go. Wait a minute, because I'm just trying to forget. I'm getting to... Actually, it's not very uh, It's n- it's not very straightforward about what it um, actually means. Wait a minute. DVD being... Here we go. The official DVD charter documents specify that the basis of the DVD name stems, stems from the term digital versatile disc. There you go. Carry on. Usage in Carry the present on. day varies with digital versatile disc, digital video disc, and DVD being the most common usages. There um, we go. DVD original, yeah, yeah, but it was originally that anyway. Well, Who cares? That's, that's but I'm just what, saying. What what's saying. the other one though? What's the other one? Disassociated vertical deviation is an ocular condition. Which God, I don't. I think that's that don't roll off the tongue. Oh does right, it? no, that is another thing. That's an illness. Hmm? That's oh. that DVD um, used for the disc, but it can also be used for this illness called disassociated vertical oh, for deviation. for the binocular vision condition. There you go. You can have binocular vision. Yeah. So well, constantly. So no. when you're looking at people, you've yeah, got yeah, those little yeah. Um, yeah. Black, la- that black lines Absolutely. obscuring your vision. And if any of you have seen Top Secret, you know that cows can walk across them. Oh, can they? Yeah, they can it's not just the one with the walk towards you. Yeah, and then they cut, climb over the the black bits and start walking off the was that off a, the lens. It's, it's um, very funny. Was it Zucker Abrams? Yeah, yeah, yeah the yeah, naked bro- gun. It, it, and I do airplane. like. I like that one a lot. It's. Great. Do you remember when spoofs were were actually funny? Yes, I do. And yeah. this was then. This and was then. Now you've got those uh, those idiots that. Um, not the scary movie people. It went one well, worse, didn't it? Well, they the scary movie people the, are actually the airplane guys. Some of them. Oh, they produced Zucker it. They, pro- they they produced it, didn't they? They were heavily involved in the fourth one, oh, and you could tell. Oh, because they wheeled in Leslie Nielsen, didn't you they? You could tell with the fourth one, but the fourth one had, although it was still as bad as any of the others it had some standalone gags that were purely them that were straight out of the airplane film and you just got the odd gag that made me smile a lot because I'd go oh that's that and you could tell especially my favourite gag in you've Red got a favourite gag from Scary Movie I have 4 Scary Movie 4 wow it's a great bit it's where they were doing the bit about the village um, Shyamalama Ding Dong's film yeah they were doing <laughs> right. a, a what's it parody of that that's not meant to be offensive and then, is it and then the no. ding dong bit at the end. Oh no, I just carry that. I can never pronounce his name. Shia, and then Shia, yeah, whatever Shia his name. He's he's done anyway. He can't even make a film on his own now. And um, 
No, they're walking through the village, but they hide. Uh, they've got all modern clothes on, so they hide in the bushes, yeah. And then these two girls are walking past in these oldie English dresses, yeah. And they grab both of them, put them in the bushes, and you see the bush shaking, all punching, boo, 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 boo. And then uh, the two oldie English girls get out still with their dresses on and just start rubbing their hands like, yeah, well, that's sorted them out and walks off and they just got battered. Right. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> Really? It's very funny. Yeah, because that's, that's totally what happens in all these films. They do, they sit, there's a, there's like this thing where somebody, you, oh, we need to blend in, right? We'll get him. And they just, they go around a corner and you hear a poof. And then next minute they're wearing their clothes and he's just tied up in the corner. Well, what if he's hard? <laughs> well, what if he's hard? What if he beats the shit out of you? Never you takes know? very long either. No, it does never takes, it's always poof. It takes me ages to put my jeans on in the morning now. Yeah, it's incredible. And it happens in Star Wars. Yeah, with the Stormtrooper outfit. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I found that funny. But they're they're clone troopers as well, aren't they? Yeah. Well, well, we don't know. We don't know. They are. I believe so, according to what I've had explained. But they have recruited normal troops as well in the meantime, since the Clone Wars. Have they? Yeah, they have. How do you know that? Because I read the book that explained it all that we had and we gave away on this show. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, Star Wars, Art yeah. of Warfare. There you go. See, I was just trying to pull up something here. Uh, you know where uh, Shia... La- why can't I say it anymore? Because his name's ridiculous, that's why. It's, it's probably because we've not talked about him for a couple of years Well, now. no one else has Shyamalan. either. No one else has since the last... Shyamalan. The Good last bottom God. vendor or whatever it was. It was the... <laughs> The last air. I know what it was. We didn't see it. The look, I always stuck up for that guy. I yeah. really did. Started out hating him because I just Well Signs has two of your favourites in now, doesn't it? You've What's got that? him. Signs has got two of your favourites in. You've got him and you've got you've got Shamalama Ding Dong and, and Mel Baby. Both of them. You I'd, could have I'd, a whale of a time. You know what? I'd film, forgotten now. about that. Yeah. I actually loved Signs. Well, I really did. Started out. We'll give them both another chance then. I responded very violently to Sixth Sense because I thought it was a load of rubbish. And uh, it it was, it's a terrible film. Oh dear. It wears its twist on its sleeve. If you cannot guess that twist in the first five minutes, it's right there. Pretty much everyone was fooled by that. Yeah, well, I don't know why. I, I was just rallying against the, as you say, the Emperor's New Clothes at the yeah. time. Oh, yeah. Unbreakable, yeah. I liked the, prob- the problem is everybody was going on about the guy, weren't they? I mean, everybody. You'd be People who aren't normally into films had been to see The Sixth Sense. They'd been to see Signs. Yeah. And everybody I was just annoyed by guy. it. Yeah. But yeah. then, I, I mean, I'm not a contrary person. Mm. I don't really care what other people think yeah. or the, you know, uh, although I'm not going to read Fifty Shades of Grey. Mm. Are you? Good I, God! I, I, I Everyone's really, reading it. I'm sorry. Everyone's I'm talking not. About I'm it. not bloody interested. No. I mean, not when you've told me what it is. I know. I got my girlfriend to read it, yeah. so she could give me like the abridged version. Yeah, fascinating. Yeah. Anyway, back to for those of you who are not aware, it's a oh, they're a all filthy, aware, mucky book. It, yeah, it's a mucky book that you shouldn't be reading, but you probably are reading. If your mum's reading, that's very disappointing. You are. Mum's all word. over the what world word? reading this. Yeah, they're reading yeah, it fine. on the quiet, on the sly. They're not, they're no, not reading no, no. it on that's, the train, That's the point. Everyone's reading it on the train. That's where you're wrong. You know all this it's is. Completely it's, just, it's Lady Chatterley's lover all over again. That's all it is. What, did he have a red room of It's pain? the same thing. It was an offensive book that everyone's like, ooh, 
oh dear, oh the naughty book for the middle class woman to read and and get her fingers down her pants over. It's oh, like disgraceful. It's about to shy anyway, my land. I'm sure not all of you do that. Shy Milan. Yeah. Him. Yeah. He started out. I, th- I didn't didn't like him at all. The world loved him. Um, by what was his third film? Was his third film Science? Oh, I think it was, wasn't oh, it? Oh, yeah, yeah. That I loved. Everyone else hated. And then it, it kind of, the situation switched. Yeah. Where I was the one defending, oh. defending the guy. Oh, I like the village, mate. I love it. No, yeah, nobody, brilliant. Nobody likes that. Yeah. No one likes that. And. I don't know. No yeah, one. So there, there's a twist. It doesn't live and live or die by its twist, which I think Sixth Sense does. Sixth mm. Sense is actually pretty unwatchable. Yeah. Because that's all it had. It had yeah. that twist. Um, the village doesn't, yeah. you know, it has a big twist, but it's a nice Twilight Zone-esque yeah. um, little story there. I, nice, I, nice I, mythology. I, knew that. I knew it was. No. Uh, yeah, me too. I, 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 it I guessed no. it. I, I guessed it, it halfway no. through. Yeah. Not from the, uh, not from the get go. Yeah. Though. I wish I hadn't, because I would imagine if you hadn't have got that, that would have been really cool when that like modern yeah. day Land Rover thing yeah. before, before pulls up. So I, I, st- oh. I still enjoyed the hell out of it. Yeah. 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 Um, Lady in the Water as well. I thought yeah. it was very good. Yeah. But the happening. Yeah. Oh my god. You well, just you know that the lady everything. in the water the lady in the water is, is supposed to be terrible. I've seen it. No, yeah, that's what I, I mean. I still in really enjoyed that. Yeah. At least it was uh, unique. He I bought into to... the hype and didn't bother watching it. Well, you should have. Mm. But back to the what I was gonna tell you. You know he's got this uh, new uh, big budget Will Smith vehicle. Yes. Uh, coming out next year, sci-fi, very much us. That he's uh, not trusted to have on his own back now. He's got no, somebody else with him, hasn't he? Yeah, some somebody else um, yeah. wrote that one. Oh, um, well. It's called After Earth. Um, a little synopsis came out <clears throat> recently, but okay. uh, one of the interesting things was um, the uh, character's name, Will Smith, is going to be playing uh, somebody called uh, General Cypher Rage. General Cipher Rage. Yeah. Okay. Rage, spelled R A I G E. Oh, that's bad, isn't oh, it? Oh, dear me. That's yeah. lazy. Cipher oh, Rage. Well, it's like the Good God. Passenger Fifty Seven and Derain <coughs> wow, of Terror. The Derain of Terror. Uh, yeah, great. But it, that movie's not taking itself seriously, is it? It was. I should imagine after it bloody it was. It bloody was. That's you have to see it seriously. You have I've to seen, see it. I've seen Passenger it's 57. Per, you only need to Always watch it. Black. You, are, you need to watch it now and just watch it closely and just follow it and just dissect it. Is because it I've told you, there's some, it's, it takes everything to another level. Does it? Uh, is that the one with uh, Elizabeth Hurley? Yeah, with the a, with a caterpillar eyebrows. <laughs> I don't know what went on there. She went somewhere and they got sorted out. I don't okay. know. They were, they were attacking her. They were eating her face. Like that dude mm. that we were talking about the other week. Mm. Turns out he wasn't on bath salts at all. Yeah, I know, no, I heard yeah. this. I heard this. Just weed. Yeah. It's good, good weed brand. Plus isn't it? mental. Good brand, isn't it? Blooming heck. Well, if you've got mental problems and you do have that stuff, it does not help matters at all. You see. What stuff? The old wacky backy. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, I've told you, you shouldn't have it before the show. Don't. It's not helping. I don't like it. No. Every well, time I've, I've tried it, more in the past, I tried it, it as a teenager. Everybody does. It made me so violently ill every time. I've never had it. Ever? 
Never. It's bizarre, isn't it? You think I would have, and I haven't. And I haven't had coke, and I haven't had heroin, and I haven't no, had drugs. No. It's weird. No. It's weird. I'm mad, isn't it? It's weird. I've owned nightclubs and bars and everything. You think, you think I would. And I'm now we're involved in the media. We're all supposed to be on that, aren't we? We're supposed to be going, like, get the new issue out, deadline. Yeah. No, no, don't do it. Don't do it. I, lo- I love a bottle of vodka here and there, though. That's yeah, nice. Sure. I suppose they, they know. Well, I'll say there's no wrong with that. There's quite a lot wrong with that, but. Have you ever had a brownie? What do they call them? A space a cake? No. That's when they just. I've even been to Amsterdam and have not had any. Right. I saw a shop and it was a lolly shop and all the shops were green and they were all, they were all cannabis resin lollies. And I, I'm like, how can they just be a shop selling lollies? I mean, if you had a shop selling lollies here that were just normal lollies, you'd struggle a bit. <laughs> um, incredible place. Well, do you remember the in, in Stockport oh, about maybe about 10 years ago? Mm. Somebody tried to open up a, uh, yeah, I know uh, the one uh, you're talking a, about a marijuana yeah. store. Yeah. Didn't he? He's off his, he was off his, his office trolley. Made the papers and everything. He did yeah. his grand opening. How long did he last? It was about four days. Four days. And that was only while well, he what got the paperwork ready. the hell was he thinking? <laughs> um, he thought, I'll tell you, exactly, I remember reading about it and I remember the comments he was coming out with. And what had happened there was he heard that this sort of shtick went on in Amsterdam and they just opened them, yeah? And he thought, well, you know what? No one's had the bottle, the bottle oh. to do it over here. Excuse they've me. got the bottle to do it, and they've done it, and that. Uh, they started no. a revolution. Yeah, so so I'll open mine now. No, no, no. What a silly, stupid, stupid person he is. Because they owned them because it's legal. Because <laughs> the law says you can have a hash bar. There is even a red a statue. How did there he miss that? Explaining it. So he thought, oh well, they're getting away with it. I'll I'll do it. Here. Yeah, yeah. There are a lot of things you can do in a lot of countries that you can't do in other countries. Yeah, there's certain places where you can't even have have your bloody legs on show without getting turned into the station. You know, I mean, the the different cultures, and yeah, they're all right with it. In fact, you know what? The mayor has actually stopped it now. Stops what? He stopped some of the cannabis stuff. I don't think you're allowed to uh, do it like that anymore. Oh, right. Okay. I know. So I know. It's going underground the again. prostitution, I think, is still there. But I think, I think he, no, he, Thank God. he said, um, and you can imagine that the local traders haven't shared his enthusiasm for this, but he said, uh, basically, oh, I'm tired of everybody coming here just for the drugs. All right. Okay. okay. So, no, they're not gonna, they're going to be uh, significantly uh, no, cheap. No, 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 no. Obviously, uh, now he's he's he was right. He's a genius, the the mayor, because what's happened is since he has done that, the place is busier than busier than it's ever been. It's just full of people with cameras taking pictures of uh, where they filmed Vandervolk. I don't. Huh? I don't get it. Seventies detective show that was based in Amsterdam. That's the only cult TV reference that we've got. So you are saying that there's more Van der Volk fans. Uh, well, they will be now, won't they? Because everyone was going for, they were going for a shag and a bloody spliff, weren't they? And, yeah. and they, and, and I would imagine that with the ones I could see in the window there, that you need the first one to, to be able to get your head around doing the other. Oh, so no, I don't been. think it works. Never been. Well, they aim, they're, they're not lovely, you know. Well, I'd rather no I'd rather be looking in the window of Bang & Olufsen in uh, Manchester. 
What's Panganolas and they sell it to their TVs and stereos oh, and stuff. Okay. I'd rather look in, I'd rather, all right, I'll, yeah, all right, I'll dumb it down a bit for the audience, shall I? Um, no, yeah, I'd for rather me. look in, I'd rather for look me. in, I'd rather look in Dixon's shop window. I know yeah. Dixon's. There you go. Oh, they've gone now though, aren't they? Dixon's. I don't know. It's Curry's now, gone. isn't it? No, the same, the same company. The it's different it's brands that pop up here. Oh, one changed. Yeah. Oh, PC World now has Curry's in it. Right. Which is odd, isn't it? Because you go in there, and I was really confused. I went in there for something. I went in there for a bag for a laptop about two weeks ago, and they're, it's all there, everything pretty much exactly as you remember it. And they're selling just fridges now. Wash, yeah, washing machines. What? Right next to the PCs. Oh, right there, they're odd. all in a big row. That's confusing. Yeah, it's confusing, yeah, I tell you. But back to the Amsterdam thing. You're saying the mayor is a genius. For getting rid of pot. No, I'm being sarcastic. Oh, you were being he sarcastic. Is, he is right. an absolute arse monkey to, okay. to do that. I was just that, 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 that is like us saying, right, I've got an idea. We'll take the mag in a new direction, right? We're going to really get make it big. We're going to get rid of all the sci-fi from it, right? Because that, that, I think time has come for a change. It's kind of like that, what he's done. It's mental. Right. It's the most crazy thing I've ever heard. I mean... Yeah, all right. He's still got his tarts in windows, but you know, like I said, they ain't they ain't pretty. You need that stuff. <laughs> they okay. probably look a lot better with a few of them. They still got a sex museum though. That's good. Oh, Went in there, had yeah. a good time in there. That was not. I did nothing happened. Obviously, it's a museum. What's you know what I mean? You don't like. Yeah, I can go British Museum. I don't end up riding a T Rex, do I? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I just had a look round. It was nice. Right. Yeah. Should we, should we go for a break? We'll have a break and, and then, then come back. Cause we'll we've try got and get review. back on track. Well, we we'll, talk about films and well, we've got a review. Like we've that. got our review that oh, we didn't do. Yeah. The Amazing Spider-Man. Was it amazing? Did we think it was amazing? Was Chris amazed? It's a bit late, isn't it? That we're talking about this. It doesn't matter. They want to know what we think, don't you? Of course you do. We'll be back in a minute. I am the luminous one. The all-knowing, all-illustrious leader of the planet Spectra. And this is my commander, Zoltar. His unholy mission is to invade and conquer Earth. I have given him most beautiful and deadly weapons for this purpose. We shall conquer Earth and the entire galaxy. Starburst Radio, the greatest radio show in the universe. Every Sunday, 9pm until midnight. Exclusive to Manchester Radio Online. All the latest movie, TV and entertainment news and reviews. All completely free. Check us out on starburstmagazine.com. Add us on Facebook. Go to facebook.com slash Manchester Radio Online. Email studio at manchesterradioonline.com And welcome back to Starburst Radio and Manchester Radio Online. And, yes, what are we doing now? Oh, I think we're going to forego all that rambling 
bollocks that we were doing earlier and oh, get yes. stuck into the Amazing Spider-Man review. The Amazing Spider-Man everyone's review. Everyone's seen by now. Of course, they have. Don't matter. A little bit of a chat Don't about matter. it, shall we? Because we didn't get a chance to yeah. last week. That's that's the thing. So, And there will be some people who are catching up with it or maybe catching up with it. Maybe they won't catch up with it after we have a word. You never know. However, yeah, obviously, backstory for this, Spider-Man 4 was coming out. It was in its advanced stages of preparation, even to the point where the the villain was just cast. He was about to sign on board, John Malkovich, John Malkovich yeah. as the Vulture. Um, I'd have preferred to see Larry David as the Vulture. Well, do you know what? He was rumoured at one point. Yeah, wasn't he? It, it would have been great casting. Yeah, but hey, anyway, Raimi, Maguire, everyone, Dunst, everyone on board, ready. Yeah, let's let's do this. So they realised that there were some problems. I know that Sam Raimi wasn't that happy with Spider-Man 3 and he thought he had a villain hoist on him and forced to be shoehorned into it that he didn't want any. He just wanted it Sandman versus Spider-Man. What could have been a stronger, more focused film if they'd have Did done that. Did he have two villains um, forced on him then? Uh, well, you had Harry Osborn, didn't you? Oh, yeah, but he was Green always he was always going to be in it and possibly turn to the good side. So You mean specifically Specifically, Venom. but yeah. yeah, Venom got forced on him, yeah. Um, I understand it marketing-wise, very popular with the kids, Yeah, and and that was it. So he made it work as best he could. It wasn't his fault. I still love that film a lot better than a lot of people do. Um, Three was better than two. It was, oh, I did, it wasn't even close to two. Clip 2 is one of my favourite comic book films ever made. Still. Still. In absolutely. 2012. Absolutely. Because it had the tone right. He, he nailed scenes from the comic books to perfection. He brought things alive. He brought stuff out in it. And took he took his time with it. And I do understand your criticisms, but I'm just, I'm a Spider-Man fan that likes that era of it and read those comic books. So he must have, obviously, Raimi must have read the same stuff that I read. And he sort of aimed it at me in a way. It was and a it big was fun. it was yeah. great, yeah. And and I really appreciated that and the time and I did appreciate the fact that unlike all the other um things at the time and pri- previously, he did stick to his guns and go, Yeah, you know what? Here's your villain. End of story, that's it. Spider Man yeah, versus a, it, was a, it was a villain you know? that was so similar to the the films the first films villain. Mm. There's another scientist gone mad, all wasn't his, it? All these, all these villains. They're right? all scientists they gone mad. All, I mean, they, a that's lot of coming them up are. soon. Yeah. A lot of them are. A lot of them are. Um, sadly, you do get recurring features with all these rogues galleries of villains and Batman and the Flash and and Superman and whatever. They all are very similar. Um, the that one. I did, I did, I just, it was good to have that. It was very simple. It was good. He told the story from Spider-Man number 50, Spider-Man no more. He even had the same scene cut in as he was walking down yeah. the alleyway. That's, it's that's with the costumes good, long over the good, dustbin, right? Good filmmaking. Okay. That, I mean, and that, and that scene is an iconic scene that people were just, were, people who had them comics back in the day would be watching that and just go, Bang, Why did you chuck hell. it in a bin? Um, Would it be more discreet? Um, he, he, because it was on the comic book cover, so he wanted to be like that. And oh, comic book yeah, covers well. always had ridiculous things like that going on. That's what well, I mean. Did he? Did he chuck yeah. it in the bin in the comic? Yeah, he did. Did he? Yeah, he did. Well, that's and sloppy, then someone isn't it? found it. I can't remember what it was. I don't think J. Jonah Jameson found it, but they they made a um, they made a big thing about about that. People but anyway, dispose of pornography more discreetly but, yeah. than that. 
but but I know, I know, it's it's bad, but it made for a good comic book cover, so no one was that bothered. But you know, well, they did back in the eighties and early nineties. Anyway, remember when you used to go yeah. playing out in the park? Yeah, you couldn't go to the park without mm. coming home with a. Mm. With a pornographic magazine. Oh, right, yeah. Oh, Remember, I you used to you, find them yeah, every I day. I, I didn't used to find them, no. Really? I, no, no, I didn't used to find them. Oh, I reckon a lot of yeah. people listening will remember those days. No. Yeah, big bags full of them. You, probably had, a more inter- children you had, probably had a more interesting park than I did. My mum was a bit boring, really. Mm. It was oh. Andy. It was really not very far away. That's a, it was that's a, bit, a trope of boring, uh, really. Growing up very in the eighties and early nineties, no, that very grassy before the internet came along. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh no, I get my head around cleaned that. Up, but, cleaned up parks everywhere. Yeah, indeed. But warped everyone's minds. Indeed. Oh well. But, back to but, Spidey. Yeah, back to Spidey. Yes. Well, obviously, at the last minute. Something happened that nobody really knows inside and out. There are about 15 different versions of the story. The popular one is that some suit from Sony phoned up Sam Raimi and went, no, we don't like your idea of a villain. The vulture just flies around and he's an old guy. We think that's rubbish, right? We want you to do this, this and this. We don't know what this, this and this is. And this, this and this made him go, oh, I'm going. And then Tobey Maguire went, oh, He's gone. I'm gone. I'm, I'm with Raimi. I'm team Raimi. I'm going. And then everybody walked. And then they were left with, Oh, Spider-Man four with no director and no star and a bit of a problem. So they went, Oh, okay. Reboot time. A reboot when the last entry was four years ago and the entire franchise was six years old, dating back to 2000 and what is it? 2000 was it? 2001. Um, and um 2002 you, two, I think 2002 right and we we're talking about yeah it's 10 years from the first one so it's like rebooting star wars like <gasps> 3 4 years after the return of the jedi yeah i mean it it seemed a bit daft but you know and then we've had different things come along like they they cast somebody that gave you hope that it'd be all right. Andrew Garfield, you've seen him in the uh, social network. Um, the, Never let me go. The, yeah, he's a, he's, a good, um, he's a very good actor. And he is a good actor, and there's yeah. no doubt about that. Um, so I'm, I'm quite okay. Right, well, I'm, I might not be what I was wanting, but let's see, because you never know, do you? And I've been surprised before by remakes. And then you get the thing with Avi. Avi, Avi, Avi oh, God. Avi Arad, hmm. uh, Marvel Entertainment's head honcho, coming out going, well, look, because he, he got a backlash initially, this. It got a massive backlash from fans of Marvel Comics who were saying, look, what are you doing? We don't want a reboot. This is, this is ridiculous. And he was saying, well, look, this isn't a reboot. This is the untold story, a story that's not been told about his parents and that clearly Avi Averid hasn't read that many Spider-Man comics because it had been told and everybody hated it and they quickly retconned it so that they pretend it never happened now and that his parents never came back into his life. They never mention him now and it's done, like the Clone Saga. Very unpopular story and every now and again someone will make a jokey comment about it like an in-joke. It's done. So I'm thinking, does he, did they really know what they're doing with this? I don't know. So we've been pretty much looking to it. Then first trailer come out and they've totally stole the trailer for a video game called Mirror's Edge completely frame by frame. But it worked. um, 
Yeah, it worked. It worked. It looked incredible. Yeah, but it's theft. It's ah. fe- no, it's not. It's theft. Ah. It's, fe- it's frame for frame. It's frame for frame. It's not. It wasn't incredible. frame for frame. Come off it. Yeah, it was frame for frame. It you can't had- be frame for frame. It was frame for frame. If you actually put the two, I did it. I put both of them next to each other and played them at the same time because I was confused. I thought I was going mad. And they had the sequence where he runs across, jumps on top of what an aircon unit, jumps a, a wall and runs sideways along a wall. That's exactly what happens, frame for frame. And then the only different bit that's tagged on the end is the bit where he jumps off and then lands on... She does the same thing, but she lands on top of a roof. He lands on the side of a building, so you see the reflection of his face, and that is the only difference between the two. And it's that close to IP theft. It's frightening, that that trailer. It is. And you know why I know I'm right? Because they cut the scene out of the film. Yeah, it was. It was. Uh, it was noticeably absent. Yeah, one it just I'd, and that I, cost I, a few quid. That I day. did. I did see yeah. a few uh, tiny uh, sli- mm. uh, slivers of it in there. Yeah, it did get in. Yeah, they slipped bit, 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 yeah. but not, but not because, an extended yeah, sequence. Because well, it was an exciting sequence, though. Yeah, but because you hadn't seen the game first. No, if you'd I have seen the game but... first, well, it's I can POV, do that with though. anything. I'll pick. It's POV. Some, I'll pick you. Uh, something that you are very familiar with and I'll steal it and then just change a character, the central character over. Yeah, but be it was mortified. A, it was only it was only a scene within a, I'm sorry. I I film. couldn't I couldn't get angrier or disagree more. What you have there is them taking a trailer, the first trailer you ever saw of this franchise, yeah, yeah was a complete IP theft of a video game, not a, not a quiet corner room video game that a few people have got and it's languishing in the bargain uh, bin. This was a huge, massive a PlayStation 3. This was is it? a massive game. Parkour? A what? Sorry? Parkour. I don't know what you mean. Parkour, you know that. It was a parkour game, wasn't it? A what game? Par- parkour? Parkour, I don't know what you mean. That's... It's it's when you were uh, this free running. Oh, I free running. I get that. I'd never yeah, heard of parkour. Parkour, parkour is the uh, is original it? name for it. Oh, I never heard of that. No, didn't know what you meant then. I just uh, free running. Yeah, but she's basically Remember a courier. the opening of uh, Casino yeah. Royale. Oh yeah, yeah, free running. No, parkour. I know it's free running. I didn't know parkour. I'd yeah. never heard of that. I'll have yeah. to. I'll have to. I'll have to write that one down so I know it. Um, that no, don't need to worry about that, it. Be, it's gone. Oh you right, won't, you won't be Go, seeing that. Been and gone, has it? Right. Yeah, well, it's, it's a fad. Well, the thing is, he. Uh, it, it was. She was a courier going across rooftops and doing all that. And you know the irony, probably like in Spider Man. That, that character, like yeah. in Spider Man too. Yeah, but I'm, just, I'm about to say that. Probably when they were making the game Mirror's Edge, they were probably going, oh yeah, we'll have her doing sort of Spider-Man-y type things. Yeah. So it's ironic, really, but it's still to me, I'm sorry, but they had millions and mil- hundreds of millions of dollars. And you're telling me that I shouldn't be getting wound up because they've taken that money and then took the, and that's, look at it. Any, you guys, you look at the Mirror's Edge trailer for PS3 and look, then look at the first trailer that came out for The Amazing Spider-Man. You know I'm getting at. It's got nothing to do with this film review, this, by the way. It's oh, just, it, it totally it's just, does. it's just totally. got an idea. Well, I'm just telling you how lazy this has been 
from the word go, how lazy and pathetic that section of the, the development of this has been where they had to lie. They couldn't have the balls and just go, it's a reboot, deal with it. Oh, well, okay, that, yeah. fine. And then they, then they put a trailer up that everyone thinks is great. And then they go, Oh, wait a minute. Well, they did. Well, I wasn't wrong because two days later it all hit the internet and everyone was going mental yeah. over the mirror's edge thing. And then they've cut it from the film. You know, I'm winding you up. Don't I know I? you are. I yeah. know, I know because you know how annoyed there was. Yeah. One sequence in that, um, Good mirror's edge and the Spider-Man trailer, mm. um, where, he leaps over the building, he looks down, yeah. sees the traffic below. Yeah. Mm. yeah, that exact same thing happens in the Mirror Edge yes. trailer. Yeah. It's, or sequence, whatever it, it was. It's and strange. it kind of slows down for a second and you go, yeah. the sound drops out yeah. and you just hear the traffic down yeah. below. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Carry on. These yeah. guys, these guys should be trailblazing. They they should be going right. We're going to do this. We're going to bring Spider Man to life, and we're going to do it in this really cool way. And they're going to they need to, to bring the well, whole. They, they didn't have much of a budget though, did they? What was, it? was it two fifty, two fifty million? Um, so, something like that. So uh, over oh, a couple I've got of it, it was this figure here it says it was uh, two hundred and thirty million dollars. There's no excuse. Of course there's not. It's not excuse no. at all. And we're, do, not, do, do the, we're not even into the... Creativity. We've not even got to the nitty-gritty. Creativity. Creativity, yeah. that's what you're talking about. You're talking, if somebody did that free-running sequence and filmed it as a bit parkour. of a film on, on parkour, yeah, <laughs> on... <laughs> On um, on on YouTube, people would laugh at him and go, "Oh, look at him ripping off uh, Mirror's Edge or whatever." But that when you see Sony do it, you have got to go, "Wow, unbelievable!" So yeah, that didn't bode well. Then there were some other trailers come out, and other than the fact that he had his mask off a lot, and I was thinking, "Oh God, is he going to be whipping his mask off every five minutes?" Because that's something I didn't like about the 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 Sam Raimi ones. Because any 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 excuse it's off in the comics oh boy the big thing about spider-man is his identity is a loctite it's not one of these that these umpteen people all know no one knows his aunt may didn't know nothing only mary jane knew yeah mm-hmm. and that was it and and the, that mask never came off it i was it, just hoping yeah. it was uh down to yeah. you know oh it's andrew garfield <laughs> Andrew Garfield, Andrew Garfield, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, pu- yeah. pushing, pushing yeah. him. I understand more. that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So then, and then, yeah, we, we, it came along, it came along a lot quicker than it seemed to come along. When we re- restarted printing the mag, it seemed to be years away this coming out. And then all of a sudden, bang, we were like, oh, we've got to go and see it now. Come on. So we, we went off, we went to see it. And well, I don't know. I'll let you start. Uh, I'm, I've spoke too much. Completely underwhelmed by it. Yeah, to be honest, uh, there was uh, the the good is Andrew Garfield. Agreed on that. Yeah, yeah, he was great. Yeah, always great. Perfect Peter Parker. Yeah, Emma Stone, wonderful. Yeah, um, but not Gwen Stacy that I knew. See, but Andrew Garfield was the Peter Parker that I knew. Here. Look, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm familiar with Parker and what Parker should be. It's not a problem because they've updated her. They've made her more of a career girl and a bit more intelligent. The, the, she was a blonde bimbo party girl. I don't know girl. my Gwen Stacy from yeah. my Mary Jane. She was a blonde bimbo party girl and you had two of them. Uh, of the two, Mary Jane was more 
um, proactive and wanted a modelling career and be an actress. And that was the difference between them, really. Remind me, uh, Gwen Stacy um, in Sam Raimi's trilogy. She was... Uh, she, Bryce Dallas she, Howard. Yeah, she was just brought in as Captain Stacy's daughter and she was in it for literally a few scenes and nothing happened. Well, that, but, but Bryce, but Dallas, supposed to Bryce be. Dallas Howard is, uh, yeah. you know, she's, she's a they, great actress. In the fourth one, he was, they were supposed so they were to be a marriage, a marriage right. problem, yeah, and he had to choose between the two of them. Okay. That was, that was oh, what, what was rumoured. And you'd have got your what pay off. What a shame. The only way, the only way I could have accepted this reboot yeah. and understood it yeah. was if it was a rights issue. If we reboot now, yes. we can renegotiate with uh, Sony. Can renegotiate yeah, with Marvel from. Studios, yeah, and go. Can, is there any way we can do a, a deal? Yeah. And we need to like get our character yeah. that you that we bought off you, yeah, that they have always regretted yeah. selling. Oh yeah. Can we fold? Should we fold him into the yeah, um, yeah. the mm-hmm. Marvel Studios uh, universe now? Mm-hmm. The, the Avengers universe, uh, whatever they call it. Yeah, they have got a name, haven't they? Yeah, an yeah, official yeah. name now. Yeah, it's I, called well, the we've Marvel always Cinematic Universe. Oh, okay, well, we how is this Marvel's bar? Yeah, yeah, we Marvel movie verse. Marvel yeah. movie verse. Yeah, that's it. Sticking with that. Yeah, but they didn't. No, they didn't. No, I get it. And right up until the release, there was still rumours as well that this was going to, you know, mm. hint at them sharing a, a, yeah. a, the same universe. Would have been great. Nope. 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 Not at not. all. Not at all. There was a, at the premiere, um, remember when we live streamed from yeah. the site? Yeah. The, uh, we the we had the premiere, premiere. yeah, on, the, on yeah. StarburstMagazine.com, which you need to be on. Bookmark it. That's right. Oh, surely, if they're downloading this, junk they'll they'll be reading that every day won't they i know this is us what i'm hoping anyway uh yeah alex zane who was uh you know that little dickhead Mm. uh he was um interviewing the producer and he said so uh what about this uh you know will spider-man be meeting the avengers anytime soon and the producer was like, we're just going to concentrate on telling Spider-Man stories. And he goes, so that, is that a maybe then? And he goes, no, <laughs> we're just going to concentrate on t- yeah. telling Spider-Man stories. Yeah. It's not in, yeah. it's not happening. It's a shame because Spider-Man is actually in the Avengers of course, right now. Of course. But that doesn't matter. It's that's just something that we've got to accept yeah. that the move, the move, these movie universes are ruined forever. Pretty much. Yeah. Spider-Man can never show up in the Avengers. No. Never. No. no. It, it's not. It's, it's one of them. These things have the time. Actors play roles for a very short period of time, maybe a decade if you're lucky. And if you're going to get these things to cross over, you need to get them to do it within a time zone. Otherwise, you then have uh, different people leaving the franchise at different points at some stage. The Avengers is all right because at the end of the day, if Hemsworth spits his dummy out and he's gone and he's not making four anymore and that's the end of that, then four is no longer in the Avengers and there will be another superhero in the Avengers and and that's what happens in the comics. What about Iron Man? Not a problem. Iron Man doesn't have to be in the Avengers. There are times when Iron Man is not in the Avengers and it's still good. You just have to balance the the thing out and well, the, put a different character in that's equally potent. Kevin Feige's already said, though, if uh, mm. uh, when Robert Downey Jr., you know his contract's up now. Yeah, yeah. It's done. Yeah. After Iron Man 3. Oh, yeah. So it's renegotiation oh, time. Oh, I know, yeah. I can imagine. Do you think he'll stay? I do, yeah. 
Yeah, and I too. think it's going to cost him a bloody fortune. <laughs> yeah, and and quite rightly because he's done a cracking job. He's made them a fortune. But they they are up for recasting him. Oh, they 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 will. But the, I wouldn't like to be that he's gone guy. On record. I wouldn't like to be that guy. That that's that that's going to be the Fillion. that's going to be the worst uh, the worst experience for someone since George Lazenby. Yeah. Um, I'd like Fillion could pull it off. I reckon. Mm. He'll still get a backlash. So we'll get a backlash. We'll all be happy, and the pudding heads out there, pudding heads, uh, will all go. Oh dear, oh see, he doesn't look like him. He didn't even look like him. He's not got dark hair, and he, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Where's his goatee beard? Yeah, you know, it'd be I like that. Grow one. Oh, he would have to grow one. Yeah, but I'm just saying that they they won't they won't know it. Oh, fire what? Fire fire starter? What what film? You know, they've no idea. And that's the oh, problem. Was that, did we just... That wasn't very politically correct. What, it? calling people that don't like Starburst and this genre pudding heads? No, that's all oh, right. Oh, no, yeah. That's yeah. all right. Yeah. You... Tall and Mongs instead? No. <laughs> um, so, Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah. Um, hey, my mm. team was good. Sally Field. Yeah, I know. So, is it, it's pretty much we've got so far on the yeah. plus front... Yes, yeah. the casting. Yeah, it's the casting, yeah. It is the casting. Risa fans? No. 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 Do you rubbish. not think you did a good job? No, I don't. Do I don't think so at all. Do you think it was just the writing of that character? Yeah, I, I'll i be honest with my, my view on How this film. How could the lizard ever be interesting is what I'm going the, to The lizard next. isn't interesting in his own right. He has, he, he, you've got the odd issue where he'll go on a rampage and kidnap someone or do something and... And it's all very, very, very boring. It's, he's very much like Killer Croc in Batman. Um, very, very uh, primal. Oh God, is that his, very, uh, he looks just like him. Yeah, he looks just like him. Um, oh, now, dear. now the thing is, I I didn't like this film. I I'm surprised how little I liked the film. I am. I'm surprised how little I liked it because going into it, it started off okay. And the bit that most people have a problem with, the retelling of the origin and it's so soon, I thought, well, the origin's not being told too badly and it's got a very good pair of actors who I do prefer as May and Aunt May and Uncle Ben, and that yeah. was good. Um, I do. I'm enjoying Garfield. I'm getting used to her as Gwen Stacy. That's it. So it's going all that. And then it's the minute he became Spider-Man, it, I was, yeah, this is rubbish. I'm sorry. Um, they filmed all of it at night. They clearly took on board the, uh, oh, Batman Begins. Yeah. So like everybody's got Batman Begins as this template of how to reboot and get an extra boost of life out of something. Yeah. And take it to another level. Yeah. That's because it's Batman. Batman, dark, gritty, realistic, da da da. I don't agree with that either. I don't even enjoy that, but I understand why it's worked. Now, so this is Spider Man. Your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Yep. And I use that, and I use that in, in the column that I've just written for the mag because I think that sums up the problem. That is who he is in the comic books. Your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. And he's swinging through Manhattan, waving at people as he's walking past. He's a fun-loving, wise-cracking, fun superhero um, that fights ridiculous villains. It's over the top. It's ludicrous. Just like the Avengers. Yeah. 
Now, the Avengers has just proved that you can be ludicrous and have lots of fun and take a shitload of cash at the box office. Now, here we are. They've took the other train out of town and they've ended up in an area that I don't think they really wanted to be in. And they're hot on the heels of the the Avengers. You have a similarly um, themed and toned character, fun, crazy, wisecrack, out over the top, but put in a movie that's dark, gritty, realistic. Every scene of Spider-Man is at night. Every scene in the entire film. The entire film is dark. It's filmed dark. It's It looks dark. The colours are subdued. People's costumes are subdued. The entire approach to the film is uh, realistic. Um, it sucked the enjoyment out of the character for me. I didn't enjoy this film. And people who do like it, it... There are people that have probably not read the comic books because you cannot possibly read those comics and enjoy those comics and be a fan of the character and watch this film. And it's not the same thing at all. It's a totally different beast. Doesn't now have that's the same fine. Spirit, does Doesn't it? have the no. spirit at all of it, of it. And now, now that's fine. If if this generates a bunch of character of fans that love this version, um, fine. But it isn't anything to do with the comic book roots. I'm not. That's might not be a problem. They may be happy. It may take 500 million at the box office and it may do really well and they may get a trilogy out of this. That's great. But I just didn't enjoy it. The trilogy is happening. Definitely. I think it has been somewhat of a disappointment for them. Yeah. It's, um, it's it's certainly nowhere, nowhere near the Avengers in terms of box office. It's already started. I mean, You've got to have sensed a vibe, haven't you? Like, how many people are still talking about this movie, apart from me and you right now recording no. this? Yeah. No one. I haven't. There's no no, no buzz, one. There was there? no punch in the air no. moment of but leaving Avengers, the cinema. You, you, um, everyone's still going on about that, yeah. Avengers, um, you know, you know can't even, wait even for my, it's on my mother's radar. Yeah. And she doesn't go to the cinema, she doesn't yeah. know anything about it, but everyone's going to see it. It's, it's that. It's now. It's that dark night yeah. thing again. Where, yeah, yeah. But but you know, I'll say you this: have to see this movie. I'll say this: the the, the Avengers again. They they did it all perfectly right. Um, can I just say this? There's an, another element to these comic book characters, and it's to do with every single adaptation of a book or a comic book or whatever. These things may be about one person, but they are only ever successful if they've got a rich tapestry of other characters that make up their universe. Yeah, and in this. In this, you didn't get any of that. And they got rid, criminally got rid of J. Jonah Jameson, J.K. Simmons. His character was the comic relief and he was magnetic. Whenever he was on screen in the other three films, you were, yeah, I was in the, I remember being in a cinema and everyone laughing out loud at his moments, but, oh, but not in an embarrassing way either. No, no, no. It was like he really was. You could believe he was such a dick, but yeah. it, but I loved it because every now and again, there was a scene where he would actually stick up for Spider-Man when the bad guy, he'd hate Spider-Man, but when the bad guys had turned up he'd be like oh go on go and get him then you fucking hate you but go and get him and it's sort of that attitude and that's the thing and he does look like him in the comic book and there was was a scene in the second one when they married the wedding scene and she did a runner and he popped his head out to the left yeah and looked down the aisle yeah and i got a shiver it was straight out of the comic book and Mm. that's what i mean now i don't want these to be 
just for me. I've read the comics. It's just for me. No, fine. Not a problem. But this, it didn't, I'm sorry, but it didn't seem like much fun for anyone, this film. No, it was, uh, it was slowly paced. Boringly paced. And then, the, and then the, we have our, uh, we have the hero of the city bit with the cranes where oh. he saves someone's kid and then the, he happens to be a, construction worker he gets all the cranes to line up so, so he can swing down a, a road you have a third get him act. a taxi yeah get I him know, a taxi yeah, yeah. give him give him yeah drive him there go on you have a third act uh challenge one of the main main obstacles in spider-man's um spider it's spider-man the amazing spider-man amazing yeah he just has to get to that building just there. Yeah, I'm, I know. I'm pointing. You can see I know. We see, even managed. We even managed that to get to there on the radio show. There's a big skyscraper next to uh, yeah the studio. We just get there. Just it's we just got there. a lot of cranes oh, lined oh, up, have we? He, he can't even do that. No. He can't even go up the road. Oh, I know. To this have his final problem. confrontation. This is the problem. I don't yeah. care that he's been. He's got. No. What has he got? A bullet in his leg or something? I, d- I think so. Yeah, I think Was he got that? winged yeah. by a bullet. Didn't winged he? by and a bullet, and, and then, then he can't I don't do think it. he's going to make it, guys. Line the cranes yeah. up so he can swing. Louie! No, just get him a taxi. Drive him there. <laughs> Drive him down there. He'll be all right when he gets there because he can climb up the side of the building and get him. Yeah. Just drive him but, there. But Go on. Why has he got a swing for his supper? I don't know. So, oh, very nice. Very nice. Right off top of me head there. Yeah. Very Seriously. good, very good. Um, I'll tell you something interesting about that scene. Well, now I am intrigued. <laughs> See Thomas Howell, that was. Was it? Yep. Okay. Yep. He's looking a bit rough, isn't he? I think everybody in the bloody film is looking rough. I mean, a lot of people I know used to be really Don't that obsessed. blow your mind, though? The Hitcher, man, is... Thomas Howell. I know, I mean, but the, the, it was... He's a glorified look. extra. Can I just say... The the only thing you can take My away boy, from this film, Spidey, Spidey needs your help. Yeah, the the casting of the film that wasn't very was good. Was stri- not really, but but <laughs> having said that, Texas. I was about to get onto something where you you were better than someone in that film. Um, what's his face out of uh, Slumdog Millionaire? Asian Brian Gorman. Yeah, yeah, he <laughs> works. He writes for us. Yeah, yeah, it does, does sort of look like him, doesn't it? Does it? Look a lot, like him. lot like him. Yeah, uh, yeah, he's the worst act. That's the worst acting performance I've seen in any film for a long, long, long time. He was a steaming pile of shit. Yeah, and I, he's supposed to be the guy that's running Oscar. Another, yeah. another. Like I just finish off on this bit about how they've not they've missed out all these characters like with Batman you wouldn't have Batman we know Alfred Commissioner Gordon all the bit you need that backdrop of characters and these guys have just gone oh no we'll just do and and you've just got a copy of the Daily Bugle on the floor to show that oh yeah Daily Bugle's still there so you assume that J. Jonah Jameson's still there yeah, um, he'll pop then, up into yeah, he'll pop up, yeah. And then you've got, um, and then you've got the, the Oscorp, but they haven't got Norman Osborne in it. Uh, well, we think, we're not sure, but I won't ruin something later on, but we don't know. Oh, but we can. It shows we, I think we can. Okay. Well, at the end, there's a scene where there is somebody, and I'm pretty sure that's supposed to be him, but it's all done in shadow, so you can't see who it is. When you go in the lobby of Oscorp, the building, Norman Osborne, who was the big villain who becomes Green Goblin, um, they do have a visage of his face, just on yeah. a sign and then it goes up and then it flicks away quickly so you don't get to see exactly who it is um what it, it's crazy it's as if they were like oh, oh, oh god we haven't got time to cast these people or write them into it um oh let's foreshadow them yeah shall we? it just makes good fiscal sense but it doesn't yeah. it doesn't benefit the audience 
no. whatsoever. At no. least The Walking Dead when they hadn't cast uh, yeah. uh, Michelle in. Yeah. Which you, I was completely fooled. And you you said, oh, I like the use of uh, the, the... I the thought that was dead clever. Oh, I was dead clever. And I was like, no, yeah. they, they they have cast it, they have. Yeah. And then I found, no, they haven't no, at all. No, no. I just, it was that, brilliant. that was perfect. Yeah. Oh, no, that might be a spoiler. No, because she does. Yeah, yeah, no, you see. No, no don't yeah. worry about it. Well, so, okay. someone pops Sorry. up. And they, yeah, but that's what the character looks like. Comic <laughs> books, so it's cool. Yeah, perfect, perfect, um, perfect. Bang, this was, yeah, yeah, anyone can see through this. But you know when it was first done, this little trick? Um, end of season two, Robin of Sherwood, yeah. Okay. Robin of Sherwood, Michael Prade had gone off to Hollywood to become part of Dynasty, which he got sacked for after about, <laughs> about half a year. And okay. they gave it to Jason, I can't act my way out of my room at night. Yeah. I mean, this, this guy, it, it, Connery, Jason, Jason, shit actor Connery. Son of Sean. The worst actor. On this planet at this is moment. Is he son of Sean? Yeah. Okay. He is Sean Connery's. Just, just checking. Sean Connery's son that can act. And right. the, uh, yeah, he's actually a worse actor than our, our Sean. friend, our friend in, um. Well, Sean's not that great, to be honest. No, no, he's not. But, but this guy takes it to another level. Do you have to see Jason Connery act? You, well, I haven't actually seen him act, but you take my point. He, he is atrocious. Was and because of his dad, he's ended up in stuff. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's not a bad the program, although man. our friend Paul Mount, he, our, our writer Paul Mount, absolutely despised the program when it was on, but I thought it was okay. Um, then when they. Did he get they, in trouble for that as well? Um, no, he didn't. No, no, no. No, oh, no he got a backlash in Starburst. Yeah, he got loads oh, of letters. Oh, that's what I mean. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course he did. Yeah, he got a backlash in Starburst. People writing in going, how dare he say that? I love that program. I love Michael Prade and his beautiful long hair. Mostly girls. But hey, that was what the show was banking on. I mean, he was a, a very good looking bloke, Michael Prade, and he wandered off to Hollywood and we got a, a long blonde haired replacement in Jason Connery and he couldn't act and the show was cancelled after that year. And the unfortunate thing about it is, yeah, at the end of the second season, the replacement comes on someone after Robin Hood's dead. Um, the new Robin Hood arrives and he's just got the hood on and you can't see the face and all uh-huh. that. And they hadn't cast Jason Connery then. Right. And then Jason Connery got revealed like six months later. And then the, uh, and then obviously you've got that scene and then it cuts to the first new scene at the beginning of the new series where he turns away and then he pulls the hood off and you see Jason Connery. Oh. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, so they're pulling that trick in Amazing Spider-Man. They did it with Sherlock Holmes as well, uh, with uh, yeah, Moriarty, they did, yeah, yeah. didn't they? Yeah, yeah. Um, Jared Harris yeah. played him in uh, Game right. of Shadows, but yeah. didn't we hear mm. Moriarty in yeah, you did, the and it won first them. And it won them. No, it wasn't, won was it? Nah, no. One look close to him. Yeah. But I'm not going to criticise. No, it's a little trick, and they're entitled yeah, to do that. I know. You know, well, they might not have had him in the second take, one. So. Take the Walking Dead approach and do it a little classier. Than don't that. have them talk. End off. Yeah. Don't have them talk. You're going to have a shadowy figure. Just have them take yeah. a take a, le- a letter, lean in, write something. It ain't going to match something. up. Grab a gun off someone and wander off into the shadows. Yeah, fine. Yeah, don't don't have them talking because people like me will listen to both and go ah. <laughs> so this the uh, I mean that scene we're talking about there mm. uh, comes very late in the film, very very late in the film. Oh yeah, uh, 
and it refers back to this untold story that the marketing campaign yeah. has pinned on. Yeah, oh, the untold story but of his parents. Really only there for the first 15, 20 minutes. It's, it's, and then it's gone. It's a bibbling piece of nonsense. It's, it's Maybe one or totally, two lines hint towards it, and then, no, it, this isn't deal, dealt with in it this, this movie is at all. It's an excuse. Not that we care. It's an excuse. Really? It is an excuse to foist this unwanted reboot onto you. It is an excuse, and that is all there is to it. The truth of it is they wanted to make another Spider-Man film, and they interfered and killed the goose that laid the golden egg, and everyone walked, and they couldn't get everybody back. So they had to do a rescue on this, and the rescue was the reboot. They did the reboot, so they thought, no, wait, this could be. Let's make Lemon out of lemonade here. We'll get a young kids on board with the uh, Andrew Garfield and Emma Stone she's pretty and they're all young and we'll bang we'll update him he's going to have not a skateboard she can really act she's, yeah she is great. oh yeah yeah but you don't I'm not being funny but they the, the people they're aiming this film at they don't need to see people acting they, they it wasn't aimed at, at, at your movie going fan even this was aimed at the masses yeah and they You're were hoping to Twilight get Twilight type. Yeah, exactly. Here, yeah. yeah. Who, who, if they are happy with Twilight and have seen Twilight, they don't know what acting is anyway. They don't know what films are. They don't <laughs> understand the process. They understand a completely different genre that's just sprung up, which is, um, it's not even popcorn movie. It's sub popcorn movie. I don't know what you can call this, this. It's a, a, a franchise operating on a vacuum on a cloud of gossamer shite. <laughs> I don't know what it is. That, okay. that, that, that franchise is, is just beyond my comprehension and it gets worse. It, I swear one. to new you. New one, new one coming September. Yeah. Starburst Twilight cover, haven't we? Got one of them? We don't know yet. No, no we don't. We're trying to get out of that one. <laughs> We're trying to get out we, of we, it. You, you, no, actually, we, we ought to have one because that's what everybody else, like SFX and everybody else will have one of them because that's what they do. And no doubt they'll be carrying loads of advertising and loads of other stuff in the magazine that will make them have that cover. Uh, I don't want that cover because he can't act. The franchise is crap. I would love it if all of you now would just, Forget ever watching it again and never ever even consider, consider buying a Blu-ray or anything. Just cut it off at the knees and don't buy it. But I'm wrong because you, oh, everyone will buy it. No, 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 no. I disagree there. I think They'll everyone that li- that's listening to this actually, it's like 90, 90% of the people listening to this, maybe yeah, even yeah, higher. Yeah. And not Twilight fans. Good. Don't worry about good. it. Good. Starburst I'll will shame not on you. be running a Twilight cover. It will not. It bloody won't. It, it, I'll do anything, anything. I'd rather well, we put a white you. cover. I'd rather have a, just a completely white cover with a black Starburst logo and the number so people go, oh, God, what's happened? Yeah. You know, oh, open it up. That might work. I'll do that. So if you see a white cover, it'll be like the Beatles' white album, yeah? Come, come October, Starburst, don't panic. It's not a printing <laughs> mistake. Morning Twilight. I don't know. It's one of them. Oh, we've been toying with Twilight. What do you think? Do you well, you let us know what do you think we should have on the cover instead of Twilight? There you go. Let us know. Email us at um radio at starburstmagazine.com. 
yeah. it's the right address, isn't it? Yeah, I think it is. so. Well, I get email on that that says yeah. I've listened to the show, <laughs> so I guess I guess it must be right. Um, yeah, I think we're coming sort of sort of to the end, but there was it's 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 really about what you want out of this Spider-Man movie. And if if you're not familiar with the comics, you may go along and see this and you may find it all right. I do strongly think that I don't think there'll be any of you watching this film that go out going, yeah, that is amazing. And I don't, and I don't mean that just using that word Even like a play on it. Just for a pure popcorn movie I can't see you enjoying it much. The action sequences are weak, mm. apart from the obligatory uh, money shot at the end, which is that every Spider-Man movie has done it so far. It's they end on a, a the, the, such an amazing one-shot sequence of Spidey going uh, swinging through the sea. It's incredible. They do, they do it, it every all the time. single day. Yeah, and it but, must but, take but, the the FX house. The time from uh, the, from green light, right? You go yeah. do that. We'll go. We'll go shoot the movie, and by the end, I was we'll so meet in the middle. I there, was, there we go. Listen, there's the bit we haven't because they're incredible. There's a bit we haven't covered, oh. and you you've just reminded me. Thank God. Um, yeah, I'm very grateful for that bit at the end because if it wasn't for that bit at the end, yeah, I would have gone out wearing my 3D glasses, my pod racer 3D yeah, glasses, yeah, because yeah. I would have forgotten I had them on. Yeah. Because I had totally forgotten it was in 3D. By the time we got to the end, and then there was all the crazy bit, yeah, the and it's all CG, that stuff, and that's why it all shoots out, and it's pretty impressive. Why don't you do the damn film like that? I you know, know, I mean, why you, you want to use 3D? I want to see it. I want things flying out the screen at me. I want the thing. I want, don't, we had, it is the flattest 3D. And you know what a tragedy of this? We actually had an interview in the last issue of, of Starburst with the director of this film. And he's priding himself on this 3D, Mark Webb. And he seems like such a nice guy. And I'm so sorry, Mark, but. We also it was a, as flat as a pancake. A I mean, feature on the the three D process itself, you know, yeah. the revolutionary new techniques that are being developed that yeah. are, were utilized for That's this film. That's what and I mean. The review, no. the interview was full of all that, and I read that, of course, and I'm thinking, oh boy, yeah, I can't wait for that. So obviously, you know, yeah, three D is the option, but it was it was as disappointing as a fourteen year old girl's cleavage. It really was. Whoa, I mean, it what? really was. Yeah, when you're a young boy and you, you know, first girl and all that, and it's like, oh god, they don't look like that on TV. And it was kind of like that, really, for me. No, no. Oh, you've dealt. You've had your teenage experiences. Come on, you're a man of the world. You're an editor of a magazine, like a, a high a jet setter, well, a high flyer. I wasn't then. Well, you, so you, I told you. you knew you would be. They knew you would be. I was just finding pornography in bushes when I was 14. Oh, dear. Well, well, let me tell you, it was. It was very disappointing, that. And that was disappointing. I don't know which was more disappointing, actually. Oh, probably the girl. Yeah, okay, we'll move on. But I'm just saying, that 3D, it was two minutes at the end. And what, was there anything at the beginning, maybe? The credit sequences oh, are God, always good, aren't they? Let's stop banging on about the credit sequences. People always do this. Hey, the credit sequence was good in 3D. Yeah, it was. It's just words, though. Those no, can be no. easily shooting separated. Out, yeah, yeah. Out. yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm Computer sick of that. Program. Oh, no, I know. I got it. 
Ada was 3D in the last issue of the uh, magazine and the iPad. Yeah. There was Saw that. two pages Vin- in 3D. Vintage 3D. Oh, yeah, it was. Yeah. Well, it's because I don't know how to do the other. It's not real D. I don't know how to you do that. You get real D sorted No, d- no, no. Ben, we're retro. We're, we're, we're old-fashioned in our approach to these things. We're very classic and traditional. You you realise that the red and blue glasses are better. Uh, yeah, you I don't remember get, seeing Jaws you, 3D yeah, at the cinema. Yeah, well, you don't get any headaches with these real 3D glasses. You don't get them. You can only be guaranteed oh, headaches and migraine. Yeah, I know, but you only get migraines and headaches with these um, red and blue glasses, which is why I, I think we should embrace them. Question. Yeah. Uh, Rajit Ratha, Rathra. No, oh, it's my mate, my my yeah. the best actor in the universe. He was out of Slumdog Millionaire. He was the copper that was interrogating. Yeah, but the character himself. Yes. Rajit Rathra. Okay, yeah. In and the, in the in the comic books. Yeah. Who is he? He's. I've never seen him. Why was Why was he there? Uh, because they needed some guy to represent Norman Osborn, who they'd not cast. Because they couldn't afford another bad guy to be in that film. That's why. He's uh, what the money went on, by the way, with uh, all Van this. Khan is yeah. the actor's name. Yeah, but he's Rajin Rathra. He's rubbish. He's as rubbish as going to your bank and finding out that someone stole all your money. <laughs> That's how rubbish he is. Right. Seriously. Any positives? No. Because I don't. <laughs> Not really. Not, not, uh, it's not, just not about him. Disappoints. No, the him. Movie. There's the no movie. positives in the movie. Right, positives. Aunt May, Uncle Ben were better. They they were acted better. I like them too. Martin Sheen, brilliant. Sally Field, we love her. She's very genre, very much been in the uh, in in a lot of good movies and and uh, very much a sex symbol of the seventies. And it's nice to see was her she? getting work. Yeah, yeah. She was a very very cutesy little character that would pop up in stuff like Beyond the Poseidon Adventure, Smokey and the Bandit, stuff like that. Sally Field was a big, big star she play back Gidget? in the day. Uh, yeah, yeah, Gidget? yeah, Gidget and The right. Flying Nun. Okay. Uh, the Flying Nun I have not made up. Check oh, it out on yeah. Wikipedia. Yeah. It's actually it. all right. It's actually better than than you think it's going to be. Is, it, is The Flying Nun better than the amazing spider-man yes i'd rather have watched wow. uh five episodes of that piece together as a film and and yes i i'm sorry but it's it's utterly disappointing and as a fan of the the thing everything i love about spider-man was bled out of it even it's worse it's more offensive to me than like i'm not a big fan of the dark knight and the nolan trilogy really but the first one i like best batman begins um, I loved the Joker in the second one and there's loads of stuff. And I, my stance on that has always been, I, these would be amongst my favorite films if they'd have been set properly in the right atmosphere and, and Gotham. And it wasn't quite as ashamed of its comic book roots. This one hasn't got, it's done that, but it's also stripped all the characters out as well. So you haven't even, it's the equivalent of not having even Alfred, Commissioner Gordon, anyone like that in it. This, this film has nobody in it other than Spider-Man, um, the, the lizard and, um, and Gwen Stacy. Now, if you actually look at the and other, like, and her dad, yeah. But I mean, if you look at the other films and the cast of characters and the ensemble cast that was behind them, 
um, that, and the characters and what was going on on screen, it was hard to chock pack it all into two hours. Yeah. Mm. And this film was, there weren't enough characters. There wasn't enough characterization. It was boring. It was not a comic book film. It was, it was just tedious. And even the romance was, was, it was fun and cute at points, but I found that was trying really hard to recapture that twilight sort of dynamic of tortured, oh, tortured bad boy on, and the girl no. falls for the bad That's boy just and the, the thing. nature of romance. I get, I get it, but they, they did try to, ca- they did try and in capture that. Yeah. I should add. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. In yeah. storytelling, oh. that, that is it. But get girls do fall for bad boys and they do it all the time and they get that people who are bad for them not necessarily good for them and this was playing on that and if you did swap vampire for an irradiated superhero you've got the same thing i get that yeah but it's still it's still not it's not good i preferred the i preferred kirsten dunst and that carry on in the uh, other film yeah i liked all that i, I thought they were that's kirsten quite touching in that, in that role i thought she was great i thought she was re- she was really nice and and um the whole romance between i liked toby Maguire. i did mm, and i know he wasn't uh, everybody's uh, pick but i didn't mind him it's a little odd though it's very distracting i know but he's not some very i like the fact i like the fact here's the difference between garfield and him right? Garfield is someone you could imagine being picked for that. Yeah. He's someone you could imagine being picked as a movie star and being in the main role. And Tobey Maguire was quite an unusual choice, I thought. And I think that worked because he is, by definition, he is not like the other superheroes. They're all heroic. Mm. And Peter Parker is a spindly, shorter, thinner, little guy. And, and he's very awkward and his social life's a nightmare. Yeah. And the other superheroes in the Marvel Universe are all much more confident and have got it together. Everything's great. And that's the, um, and that's the, that's why I quite like Toby Maguire. Whereas, you know, Garfield is a proper, he's a proper movie actor. He, I, this guy's going to go far. Oh, absolutely. I think he's going to be a huge actor and a huge star. I may be wrong, and you may play this back to me in 10 years when he's working back at McDonald's. No, no. Yeah. Don't but, but oh, I, Garfield, I think, no, I think he's going to do nonsense. well. No, I think no. he's going to do well. Yeah, of course he is. You know, I'm yeah. happy. You yeah. know why? Yeah. He can act. I know he can act, yeah. yeah. Radcliffe. He's a very good actor. Your other bet yeah. that you made. Yeah. Yeah. I think you might come a cropper with that. But you are right. I'm not going to come. Your, a, I'm not going to come see, up with that. I'll take the two forces that are out of Garfield your control. Will be up there, and yeah. Ratcliffe will be outside taking his shoes to clean. Right, that's what's going to happen. Did you enjoy uh, Spidey's uh, or Peter Parker's stunt chest? No, Andrew Garfield. No, they didn't even do that in the other series, which was 10, you know, they filmed the first one 10 years ago, 10 years since all that advancing technology. And they did CGI a chest onto Tobey Maguire and it looked fine and you couldn't tell. Yep, absolutely. And this is ridiculous that we're still doing this. Yeah. So you basically uh, do like a mid shot and uh, don't put the actor's actor's, uh, head in the shot. Unbelievable. And just have the 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 other actress, yeah, stroke stroke this big manly chest, and then yeah. cut to a wide shot again from a from a different angle there, yeah. and so it all looks like it's uh, cut together. And that was actually yeah, Andrew Garfield's physique. I get uh, it. It reminds me of in Battlestar Galactica. Remember when mm. um, uh, Apollo mm. 
got fat. Yeah. 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 And he had a, he had a brilliant fat suit. Yeah. But for, they, they went, right, let's go a little further here. Yeah. And so they actually had a really fat dude. Yeah. And they'd shoot his belly. Yeah. Uh, in like super yeah. close up. Yeah. And then they cut to a wide shot where it's yeah. just his standard fat suit. You can't, yeah. you can't tell the seams or anything from yeah. that distance. Yeah. And then, but for close ups, they'd use an actual fat it's dude. A bit but much, cut out it? his head. It's, it's, it, you can't get away with that it. now. It just looks silly. It's a bit much in it. It really is. It reminds, naked gun back yeah. on the Zucker, yeah. uh, Zucker Abrams. Yeah. Um, days. Um, naked gun. Yeah. Well, they did. Two. Yeah. They did the yeah, same the, gag. The ghost parody that, but, and cut did, to his. Yeah. Yeah, ripped. Ripped. yeah, I know, and <laughs> it, it, it's great, isn't it? And it's oh, it, it's good gag, but it shouldn't be passed off as real. <laughs> no. I mean, this is the problem. Like they did it. That's why I thought that was a great scene where he got up the next day and he was ripped. Yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah. and it was there, but he was looking in the mirror because that was the shocking bit, and it was a good bit because you looked and you went, "Wow." Oh, are you sure that okay. was uh, CGI then? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. Not just uh, no. He didn't. Maguire he, got ripped. Maguire would love to look like that. Right. Yeah, he would. I'm sure he would because we all would. Yeah, but he doesn't. Right. It's a shame. Anyway, but all marks are on this one. I, yeah. I. It's weird. Initial expected two. Later wow. expected. Later oh, expected. expected. Later okay. expected. Up to about two weeks before coming uh, coming to see the film itself, um, it gone up to uh, seven. Um, actual five. That's right. about it, really. So uh, it's a bit confusing. All you can take from that is I thought it was going to be abysmal I then thought it was going to be really quite good because yeah. I was given stuff that get, made me think yeah and then yeah it's not it's pretty abysmal not quite as bad as I thought it was going to be when I first heard about it yeah, back in the well, day yeah I'm right there with you I was angry at them for rebooting it so soon not mm. that I was ever a fan of uh, Raimi's apart from the first one yeah I did like I did like his first Spider-Man film hmm. I did okay. uh, still own it two mm. I just I'm baffled by the love for that film. Three, I enjoyed more than two, but it's still a mess. Mm. I'm one of those weird people that mm. like the uh, um, uh, the Peter Parker yeah. uh, going crazy. Yeah. You know, and dead cocky yeah. when he gets <clears throat> infected. Oh, by yeah, the, yeah. That's what the, everyone hated, that bit. And he's yeah. walking along the street and he's pointing at people and uh, pointing yeah. at ladies and doing oh, all this Oh, it's funny, dancing. yeah, it's funny. It's hilarious, but yeah. it's so Raimi. It's yeah. not... It's. It, it's too Raimi. She had Campbell in that one as well, being yeah, really yeah. over the top. And even yeah. that was a great scene. The proposal scene with the ring is great in that film. Yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. But it's very indulgent of Raimi. But uh, I gave so much more shit about them two getting together than course, I yeah. ever cared about what happened in this film. I wasn't really bothered. The, uh, it was sweet, and I liked the nervousness around each other, and they acted it really well. But at the end of the day, I didn't care about anything that was going on in the film. Have you ever seen um, Sam Raimi's Crime Wave? No. It's it's awesome. That scene uh, in, from Spider-Man 3 yeah. is lifted directly from the, the whole attitude of, oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Of, uh, of, of Crime Wave. Right, okay. Uh, Bruce Campbell is yeah. one of the co-stars. He features quite heavily. He's not the star of the movie. But yeah. Oh, oh, it's a little little tiny gem. Yeah. Very, very, very Raimi. Okay. Um, 
but a little too Raimi. Yeah, okay. even he doesn't like it. Yes, yeah. no, it's, it's buried. Anyway, anyway, I, I've always loved that sequence. Uh, but yeah, the, this movie, mm. um, the amazing Spider-Man. Uh, no, uh, expected. I was quite hopeful. Mm. Only after the, uh, the the later, yeah, uh, the later commercials. Yeah, same here. I was slowly coming good. around to this thing. Same here. Right, yeah. Okay, all right. Um, but the movie itself, no, it's just bland. Mm. It's unforgivably dull. Yeah, I'm going at five. Yeah. It's about right. I, I didn't dip in. Uh, nothing. Nothing angered me. Nothing enraged me. I was just ambivalent, and that is that. That's just a crime. That's unacceptable. Yeah. Five. Yeah. I mean, and they, they. I just got to say, the only lesson I hope they've learned from this is, yeah, you do this. You don't have out to of set. 10, sorry. You Did don't we say that? have to set. Yeah, out of ten. Yeah. But you don't have to set these things at night. Just to make them look gritty. I mean, that bothered realistic. you more than it did me. It bothered me a lot. Completely get your point on it. The, yeah. the, there is not a bit. I mean, the the first bit you got in Spider Man, the the original movie. I love these bits. What I'm a sucker for is you're going to do this. You do the origin story. You do it, and you tell that story. You did it in that one, and you did it in Superman the movie. Where yeah, the uh, weird thing is Superman is is a very bright character. The his first night, it was a night when he first came Superman in Superman the movie and he went around saving everyone and became yeah. a hero. Um, and that didn't look grim or depressing. That was a lot of fun and that was actually at night. No, but in the original Spider-Man, yeah, it was broad daylight and he's, he's catching bank robbers and doing that and he just goes out on his little spree and gets known. And that, I'm a sucker for that scene, that first bit where they turn into that hero and then there's almost a montage where they just, yeah. they, they do the circuit of the city and clean up a few bits and bobs. And then the next day... I don't think there was any sequences in uh, the trilogy that were shot at night, were they? No. No. Any? No. They didn't have to, because it's not the sort of character that Spider-Man is. You fit, you, it's horses for courses. Batman would look weird in the day. He's got school in the morning. He's having a kip. I know. Well, this is it. But the thing is, I, the, uh, yeah, that is actually, you know, I don't know what I'll say. It's so misjudged. But I love that that whole trope of uh, you you the standard way to do these is yeah there's the uh, there's the origin then you bang the something happens and they get forced into becoming that hero and it's always got to be somewhat unexpected because you know you don't want them to go out and just start patrolling looking for trouble you want them to be doing something and then right oh my god it's time mm. to step up for the plate this is what makes a hero. Not a power, not a whatever. It's a suddenly a load of shit happens and they have to do something because they know that they're the only person that can help you. And it's an old story and I love it. And they, uh, and then they go out, they go in costume, do the shit. And then there's a bit of a montage. They do a few other favors and bits and bobs, cattle per tree. And then the next day you, you've got the newspapers there with all the headlines and I, and you know what? That's never going to get old for me. Yeah. It's a great way of doing it. And this, this, this movie, he, he missed it. He didn't get it at all. He didn't get it. He didn't know how. He won. He didn't know how to do it. You know. There you go. Anyway. Oh well. Well. well what else do you expect from the uh, director of Five Hundred Days of Summer? I don't really know, to be honest. It's an dreadful. odd choice. It is. It's an it's odd choice. 
I know. It's the name. I know. But, but, but we can't. We got an interview when? with him, and he seems a really nice guy. Yeah, I'm sorry, Mark. I'm sorry. I wanted to like it. I went to see it. You don't have to talk about. I went to see it. Don't do that. I did. No. Like you know, I would have. Yeah, I'd have been. It's terrifying. I know. Sorry. Anyway, Mark. Bit of a steaming turd you've deposited on the uh, on the doorstep there. Anyway, well, I think that is the music, so that will be the end of of this podcast. And we're very sorry that we didn't give you a live show, but you have did podcast here, and some of you don't even listen to the live show, so you've still got your podcast. So no one's no harm, no foul. Is that the correct phrase? I do believe it'll do. Yeah. But we are back on uh, Sunday. Uh, I think we'll be a pre-recorded show, but it'll still be on the Manchester Radio Online and the podcast next week. And in the meantime, I've been Mike, and he's been Chris, and we will see you next week.
Starburst Radio, the greatest radio show in the universe. Every Sunday, 9pm until midnight. Exclusive to Manchester Radio Online. All the latest movie, TV and entertainment news and reviews. All completely free. Check us out on starburstmagazine.com. <laughs>